Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Mary. And welcome to our foster parenting experience. Okay, well, welcome to our second episode in which we are officially doubling our output so far. Congratulations to us. Yeah. Now, first thing on the agenda today is we want to give a shout out to the Foster Parenting Podcast. The Foster Parenting Podcast, which is available on iTunes. And this is what inspired us to do what we're doing right now. Uh, we found this while we were going through foster care training, and it ended up being a great resource for us. Put on by a couple named. Tim and Wendy. Uh, they're based out of California. Their website where you can find them is fosterpodcast.com or you can just search for foster parenting or foster podcast on iTunes and they'll pop up. Yeah, they've been foster parents for uh, several years and they just take you through a lot of their different experiences and it's been a great encouragement to us and Imitation is the highest form of flattery, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we just can't say enough about it. If you were going to only listen to one podcast. Listen to theirs. Yeah. Turn us off and listen to theirs. Hopefully you'll listen to two. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're very thankful for the, the impact that's had on, on us so far. And we continue to go back and listen to more episodes. Yeah. There's been lots of instances already just in four weeks of being you know, licensed and having a placement. Where, you know, the social worker, you know, will find something out at court or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, Tim and Wendy talked about that. You know, yeah, I just kind of think yeah, in my totally. head, oh, I know this. Tim and Wendy told me. So, um, yeah, definitely check them out. Fosterpodcast.com. Right. So what are we talking about today, honey? Well, the main thing we want to discuss today is, first of all, why Leland is in foster care and how long he'll be with us. These are two of the main questions we get and we'd like to answer them now. Yeah, although it's kind of. Uh, a teaser to say we're going to answer why Leland is in foster right. care because um, we're going to give a pretty basic answer. We're not going to go into many specifics of his situation just to protect their privacy, uh, their privacy being Leland's and his family's privacy. So basically, why is Leland in foster care? Well, the same reason that any kid is in foster care, which is abuse or neglect. Nothing the child's done course at his age but at any age it's nothing the kid has done it's something going on with the family and, and the care and that's as far as we're going to talk about with him that's that's really yeah enough yeah there might be some basic details that that you know we decide are okay to share but um yeah we definitely want to protect his story and also just protect his family's story you know we're very conscious of that this is a really hard thing that they're going through as much as it's affecting our lives, you know, taking in mm -hmm. Leland and loving him as our own child, absolutely, this is a huge, huge thing for them. Right, right. So we should probably break it down a little bit uh, to give background for maybe those who aren't familiar with it. And disclaimer, this is our first time going through it too. So, but what we understand from our training and stuff is what happens when, you know, the county takes custody of a child? What are their first steps? Well, so the county would have gotten a couple, um, you know, phone calls or kind of warnings um, from community members or other family members that a situation is not good or that a child is in danger. So that social worker will go to court and ask a judge for the county to be able to take custody um, of a child. 
And at that point, the county begins to try to find a family member, extended family member for placement. And, and why do they start there first? Well, because that person would already know the child would have a history of them. And there is a huge push, I think, especially in our area, um, to have the child in what's called kinship care. And they use kin pretty loosely. It could be a friend of the family or a coach or a teacher someone who already has a relationship with the child and who's willing to parent that child until they can be reunified with their parent or parents. And the theory behind that, whether you agree or disagree, is that maybe it's somewhat less disruptive for the child if it's someone that they know that has been in their life already mm -hmm. as opposed to getting placed with what's considered, uh, what do they call it, more traditional foster care? Yeah, which they is refer us. to us as a traditional foster family, meaning we're not, we're not a kinship kid. Um, and also, it does allow the child, like if they're school age, they do make every effort for the child to stay in their same school. But just being moved from one community to another, you know, everything is unfamiliar. So they yeah, do. every level of change is another uh, yeah. source of stress, basically. Absolutely, and of course, there's pros and cons to kinship care. We won't get into those right now, mm -hmm. but the fact is, kinship care is what the law uh, definitely uh, gives preference to. So in Leland's case, they did find someone. They did, after he was placed with us, I guess. Yeah, right. He was an emergency placement, meaning it, it happened very quickly. Um, and maybe at some point we'll go into different types of placements. Mm -hmm. But he was an emergency placement, meaning they found out like the day of or the day before that he was going to need to be removed from a home and placed with a foster family. So obviously you can imagine looking up friends and family takes time and mm -hmm. also making a judgment as to whether they would be an appropriate foster parent for a child. So they did find someone after Leland was placed with us who was willing to care for him and who would like to. So, and just backing up a tiny bit. So he gets placed with us, emergency placement, and we were told that there was going to be a court hearing. And that was about two weeks out from when Yeah, Leland it was like a week arrived. and a half yeah. from when he came. So initially... That was all the time that we could, I, I don't want to ever use the word certain with foster care because it's such a fluid situation, but at least initially we just thought, okay, well, a week and a half, two weeks, and we'll find out more yeah, after we'll that. Yeah, we'll go from there. But what happened when he, uh, I shouldn't say he went, but <laughs> <laughs> what happened at the court hearing? What was determined as far as the next you know, steps? Sure. Well... The court basically, the judge decided, I mean, they lay out a sort of comprehensive plan. I mean, they have to choose goals for the child um, as far as the long-term goal of a placement would either be, um, well, I'll be very basic, would either be reunification with their parents or a long-term permanent plan, which would either be adoption or there is an, another third more also permanent foster care, basically, um, that they decide at some point which is the most beneficial. So always at the onset, the goal is reunification, um, and it remains reunification. And that is the case with Leland right now, too. Absolutely. He's mm -hmm. just entered the system, and absolutely his goal is to be reunified uh, with his parents, if that's at all possible. So at court, basically, um, I guess our social worker and our agency lawyer asked the judge to 
make the woman who we're going to call Amy, the family mm -hmm. friend. Right. They asked that she be made to complete foster parent training before she was able to have Leland in her home. Sometimes family members are able to get, um, it's not custody, but they'll be able to begin to take ch take care of the child, have them in their home, right and away. then they have 60 days to complete the training. In this case, they asked that she complete the training first and he remain with us. Uh, and that has nothing to do with us. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, um, it, at this point of the process, we don't come into it at all. We're, I mean, right. we really don't participate at all. He, I took him to court so that he could see his family members who would be there. It was pretty much why I went. And because I wanted to make contact with them and mm -hmm. try to have any kind of a relationship that we could with them. Right. We thought that would be beneficial. And so, yeah, so Amy was given 60 days, and that's an interesting time frame. Uh, we know it can be done quickly as far as getting approved as a foster parent, but we obviously had to go through paper, a lot of paperwork. Yeah. And uh, there can be timing issues and, and stuff as far as like training classes and stuff. But, you know, we were talking about this the other night and saying if Amy's getting all the paperwork done and, you know, is in process at 60 days, it would seem like Leland probably could get placed with her, right? Yeah, they may choose to move him, or I don't know that the 60 days, I think that's more like once a child is in your home, mm -hmm. it's like you have 60 days to complete it, and you really do have to work to get that done. It's not like if she hasn't completed everything and she hits 60 days that they're going to say, that's it, you don't, you know, you don't have the mm -hmm. option of becoming his foster parent anymore. It's more just, I think, a guideline so that yeah. they move quickly. and So it could be 60 days, it could be 70 days. It could, it is possible, we have no reason to believe, but it is possible that she wouldn't qualify as a foster parent. Sure, yeah. There would be something in her background, or who knows. I mean, it's not worth speculating, and that's not what we're hoping for. Um, we are just hoping and praying that she is uh, an appropriate and safe place um, should the judge decide that Leland is, is going to go in love with her. Right. And just a little bit of background. She has at least cared for him somewhat before. Yeah. I mean, we don't really know the details or anything, but she she's a close family friend. She definitely had a relationship friend. with them. Right. Mm -hmm. Very loving towards him. She was very excited to see him. And, yeah. Yeah. So we also get asked, what is our long-term goal or desire? Yeah, uh, people this... excitedly say, are you going to adopt him? <laughs> and I mean, Ethan all the time says, we going to adopt him, Mama? Yeah, we going to adopt Ethan? Because we going to adopt Leland because he wants to sleep in triple bunk beds yeah. with Leland. Right, which is a noble <laughs> goal. I mean, who doesn't want to do who that? Who doesn't want triple bunk beds with your two brothers? <laughs> it's it's hard to say really what our expectations are because, again, we've never been through this before. And a lot of what we discussed tonight, you know, we're trying to apply rationale and logic and what we've learned from our training. But we really don't know how things will play out at this point. We signed up to be foster parents because we wanted to be able to help out kids that needed a place to stay. Yes. And to be loved. And we wanted to, in the eventual circumstance that we are able to adopt a child, we wanted to have been with that child for as long as possible. And that is accomplished through being their foster parent and then at the point that it would go towards adoption. So, I mean, do we love Leland like our own child? Absolutely. I think we're well on our way. Oh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> but for me to say, 
I hope that we can adopt him is saying, I hope that his parents don't get it together. And I, I don't hope that I pray right. for them. I absolutely hope that they do because this little boy is definitely worth them getting their lives um, in a condition that they can parent him. So I think that's our number one. I mean, I can say that. I don't feel that all the time. I feel Mm -hmm. like I want him to stay with me forever, but I know that that's probably what's best for him long-term. And, um, but should that not be possible, we are, we would absolutely be excited to adopt him, but just know that that is probably two years away. Like it wouldn't be coming to that for a long time. Right. It's not even on our radar right now. It's not on our radar. And it's not, we don't get updates recently, you know, um, often enough that if you, you know, see us and ask us one day, sorry for the iPhone text message. If you see us one day and then you see us a month later, there's probably not any kind of an update as far as as that. Those are big court dates that are, you know, pretty far off. And, I just want to go back to this because you almost kind of touched upon it in a roundabout way, but just that there's always two sides to these type of situations where, you know, we're certainly excited to be foster parents and we're excited to share it with friends and family when he got placed with us. But at the same time, you have to, you have to look at the other side of the coin and realize there's a tragedy that's happened. A kid has been pulled from their home. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to always be conscious of that. And so we definitely appreciate like when we tell people what's happening and they say, congratulations. And I hope it never comes out as a reprimand, but we're trying to kind of educate people. That's maybe not the best thing to say because um, not just also for us. I mean, yes, we're excited and we're happy to be doing this, but yeah, something has happened in Leland's situation where he had to be removed and that had to be hard for him. It is, yeah. And I mean, congratulations that we're foster parents. I, that's cool because we're very excited right. to be foster parents. But congratulations that Leland is with us. You know, it's it's really sad. We're really thankful and blessed to know this little boy. But it's just sad what, um, you know, what has had to transpire. And honestly, we don't know a lot of it. No, just, no. You know, the circumstances to have a child removed have to be pretty severe. And, um, and so it, it is, there's definitely a loss that's happened. And so it doesn't necessarily feel like, yay, we have a foster child, you right. know, mm-hmm. we're just very aware of, of the sadness that's, that's happened in his short life. And, um, hopefully it's going to be a much better road ahead if we have anything to do with it in whatever capacity God, you know, allows us to. Right. So again, the judge said 60 days to for Amy to work on getting approved as a foster parent. That was about two weeks ago. Yeah, it would put us at the beginning of September that we would be, yeah, that he would possibly be moving. But we haven't had any kind of update since then, and I haven't really wanted to ask, like, so how's the process going with Amy? Mm-hmm. We will. But um, it does take some time to get started and, and get your home study done. So we're hoping Leland actually, he's – case is being switched from the in-home unit to the foster care unit, just a technicality within the system. So he's going to have a new worker soon. And so I'm hoping that she'll, you know, communicate well with us about what, where, where he's going to be going. Right. But him staying with us for another six weeks means he goes on vacation with us in about two weeks. Yeah. 
It's going to be a little beach baby, so we're excited he about is. that. And he's definitely, we just in the four weeks he's been with us, we feel like we've seen him settle in more and get more relaxed with us and begin to attach. So hopefully that can continue to happen within the next six weeks. And he's a very, very sweet little baby. Yeah, and that's really well said. Regardless of what's going to happen at the end of the six weeks, we want this six weeks to really be a blessing to him, for him to feel loved and connected and to belong and just do everything we can for him in that time, whether it's going to be longer or Mm -hmm. not. Yeah, give him an idea of what having a mommy and a daddy is supposed to be like, how grown-ups, this is how grown-ups should be towards you. This is what your relationship with adults um, or your caregivers should, should be. Yeah. So that he'll be you know, prepared to attach to uh, either Amy or should he stay with us, he'll be prepared to um, continue attaching to his mom. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's going to be it for today. Please keep checking back for more episodes. We also created a blog where you can leave thoughts, comments, or questions. It's at ourfosterparentingexperience.wordpress.com. Where else are we now, honey? We're on iTunes. That's right. So check us out there. We got a lot more episodes planned and we look forward to keeping you up to date. See ya. Bye.